Hey Hustlers, welcome back to another episode on the Girl Hustle Podcast. I had a totally different episode planned uh, to upload this week, but I just I had this feeling that I needed to do this episode today instead. So in the middle of the airport this weekend, um, I totally pivoted and wrote my show notes for this so I could record it when I got back. Um, so I know it's coming to you a little bit later this week, um, but sometimes I just get these like super inspired ideas and I won't lie, it's a topic that many of you are probably not going to love that I'm bringing up today, but it's something that I have to be straight up about. I know you know me, like I like to keep it real. So last week, um, I was doing my nightly stretches and I was browsing through Netflix and I landed on a movie that is super famous, but I've actually never seen it. And it seriously is probably one of the best movies um, as far as the parallels to getting results and like applying it to real life that I, I've ever seen. Um, I was blown away with how good this movie was and I couldn't believe that with how famous it was, I had never seen it. So maybe you've never seen this movie or it's been decades uh, since you've last seen it, but I know that as I was watching it, um, I was like, holy crap, this Mr. Miyagi guy is a freaking genius. And yes, I am talking about the Karate Kid. Um, as a teacher and coach, like I said, the parallels of what he did in that movie and what I do in my own coaching and programs are seriously exactly the same. I uh, And I just have to talk about it because it's going to totally change your approach mentally toward working and becoming who you want to be. So the lesson that I actually want to talk to you about today is mastering the monotonous or in a layman's term, uh, doing the boring shit, like to be like straight up honest, mastering the monotonous is how you get results in your successful. So in the movie, Daniel, AKA the karate kid is being bullied and he's getting his butt kicked and he wants to be really good at karate so he can fight back and defend himself. And he had taken lessons uh, previously, but obviously they weren't affected because you know he was getting his booty kicked all over the place and he kept you know, coming home from black eyes and he was scared of this group of guys that was picking on him. So what he had learned in the past was not working for him. So Mr. Miyagi um, steps up and decides to take Daniel on as a student. And Daniel comes to the first lesson expecting to dive right into the kicking and the punching. But Mr. Miyagi hands him a sponge and tells him to wash a couple cars, but in a very, very specific way. He says, wax on right, wax on left. And he tells it to, tells him to do it in a specific circular motion. And you can see where Daniel is like, uh, this is not karate. But Mr. Miyagi had said before they even began the lessons, and if he were to take them on as a student, he had to do what he said, no questions asked. So Daniel takes the sponge and he spends all afternoon and evening spending hours wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off over and over and over the same motions over and over. Um, boring as freak work, but that was the task for the day. Um, and it was learning those circular motions. So he finishes up and Mr. Miyagi says, okay, come back early tomorrow for your next lesson. And Daniel, he's pumped. He's like, okay, finally karate moves tomorrow. But when he shows up in the, in the morning, he, um, has to stay on the floor. 
Um, I believe it's like an outdoor deck and uh, he has to do left the circle, right the circle. And it's a different motion that Mr. Miyagi was super particular about. And he said, if you're going to stay on the floors, you've got to do it this way. So Daniel gets to work, uh, trying not to doubt his teacher, but you can tell he's pretty irritated. Um, but he does those motions over and over again, thousands of times, all day long. And he's doing that. And Mr. Miyagi says, okay, come back tomorrow for your next lesson. Um, and so Daniel shows up and he's like, okay, finally, we're going to learn some karate. But instead, Mr. Miyagi hands him a paintbrush and he says, up and down and demonstrates exactly how he wants it done, and it's to paint a fence. So it's an up and down motion, and he wants him to paint the entire fence, and Daniel at this point is now feeling like he is just being used for household chores and doesn't understand what any of this has to do with karate, but he does it anyway, and when he reports to Mr. Miyagi that he's finished, Mr. Miyagi's like, well, did you paint both sides? And Daniel, he, you can tell he's just super, super fed up, but he, you know, he does it anyway. Um, and then, uh, I, I believe the next day he comes back and, uh, Mr. Miyagi wants him to paint the house, but instead of left and right or up, excuse me, up and down motion, he's being told to paint it left and right. And so he's painting the house. I may totally have that backwards. He may have done the fence first. I can't remember. Um, but he's painting the house, you know, left, right, exactly how Mr. Miyagi has told him. And so at, it was either after painting the fence or the house, I can't remember. Uh, I'm totally butchering the story like crap. Like, I hope you guys have seen the movie. And if not, go watch it because you'll know what I'm talking about. But there's a point where Daniel, his fuse is just lit and he blows up and he accuses Mr. Miyagi of just using him for labor and begins to walk out saying like what a waste of time it's all been and and of course Mr. Miyagi there is a method to his madness but he stops Daniel and begins to show him how every motion that he has been taught and has been doing over the past few days correlate to actual defense moves in karate and that it actually wasn't all for nothing of course it wasn't but Daniel he, he couldn't see that as he was um doing the the monotonous the boring stuff like doing the basics but now because he's done the emotions thousands and thousands of time and spent you know hours doing it his arms his shoulder and his his back strength have improved and have grown and the motions have been imprinted in his mind and now he's ready to begin his training but without knowing those basics that he had never been taught in his previous karate lessons um, that that was a huge factor into why what he had learned previously uh, wasn't working. And so Mr. Miyagi was like, you've got to learn the basics without telling him that. And so I absolutely loved that part because Mr. Miyagi, you know, his sensei was like, hey, you've got to know the basics. He made him master the basics because he knew that if Daniel ever wanted to achieve his goals, he had to learn the fundamentals and build the foundation of his skills before he would ever be able to advance in actual live karate. So when I watched this part of the movie, I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. This guy knows exactly how I feel and someone actually gets me. Because seriously, every member and client that I have they just want to dive right in. They just want to be told what macros to follow and what workouts to do. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. If you truly want to be successful, 
You have to master the basics of the lifestyle first. You have to master the monotonous because guess what? It's the boring crap that is what's going to make you successful long-term. Anybody can hand you macros. Anybody can, anybody can search workouts on Pinterest, whatever. But without you accepting that you've got to do the monotonous work every single day, you'll never, you'll never stick with it and you'll never get long-term results. Everyone wants something fancy and new and it's not about a fancy and new method. It's seriously, I'm going to say basics a million times, but it's getting down to the basics. So I want to share with you some of the basics that I teach and they're non-negotiable in my coaching program within Girl Hustle. They're not negotiable and anybody who opts in and doesn't do them, they're the ones that have not been successful. But all of my clients who have been successful, they have they have really heeded me and have listened and have learned to master these fundamentals. And they're the ones that have the long-term success. Their results last for years. So within Girl Hustle, I, I like to challenge my clients and I like to make them do stuff that they're not always going to want to do, but I will never ask you to do something that I won't do because I know that there are so many programs and so many people, they want the, they want the shortcuts. They, they want the results without actually having to do the work, but they don't realize it's not that complicated, but you have to do the basics. So I just want to share with you a couple things um, that I do teach. And the very first pouring basic thing is one gallon of water a day. <sighs> water is in supply and you not getting this done is not a good excuse to me. It's just not. This is the most basic of tasks, but you may be like, well, I don't like the taste of water. Well, you know, that's too bad. Or um, people are like, it's just boring to drink water. And I'm like, yeah, it is, but do it anyway. You have been told this over and over, not just from me either. So stop doubting it and just freaking do it. This is a huge role that plays in your metabolism and digestion and flushing out toxins, helping with recovery. And when you drink water, you're not going to overeat. There is a reason why the majority of coaches asks you to do this. So stop doubting and just do it. Okay, so that's the first one. Drink your water, okay? Um, number two is stretching. Oh my gosh, the amount of people who don't do this have no idea what damage they are doing to their body. Your muscles need to be stretched daily. This is a monotonous task that you should be doing every single day, at least for 10 to 15 minutes. That is all I ask. Sit on the floor during a commercial or during, uh, you know, watching your kid's game. Like, sit on the floor and stretch. I mean, like, I stretch on the floor of the airport. I, I don't care because it, it's that important and I know how much it benefits my body. And it's something that every one of us can do. You don't need equipment to do it. So why don't we do it? So it's just, it's not an excuse to me. Like, you need to be stretching every single day. Does it hurt? Yeah. Is it uncomfortable? Yes, it is. But the benefits far outweigh the temporary discomfort, okay? So let me explain why, because I, I understand it's a lot easier to do it um, when you understand why. And that was one thing, like with Mr. Miyagi and Daniel, like he was not telling Daniel why, but Daniel did it anyway. But until Mr. Miyagi was like, hey, this is why, Daniel was like, 
oh, okay, I get it. So I'm just going to skip over that and I'm going to tell you why. Um, when you work out, your muscles are contracting, okay, and because they're doing work. And when they are contracting, they build up lactic acid and scar tissue and byproducts, and they begin to lock up in knots. I know you've heard that before where, where you're just like, oh, my legs are like, there's so many knots in them, okay? So if you don't stretch, these knots, they don't just go away. You may not feel the pain of them anymore, but they will only continue to build up and get denser. And it will actually cause your muscles to glue together. So think of like a frozen steak. Not much of anything can pass through a frozen steak. So when your muscles are stuck together in knotted masses, this begins to prevent blood flow and circulation, which means that one, you're not going to get the nutrients and water um, you're giving your body. It will significantly slow down recovery. Um, you will feel more of a pull on your joints and tendons, which leads to more aches and pains and um, muscle compensation, which can lead to imbalances. Okay. Uh, and number three, muscles that are too tight can actually send uh, hormone stress signals to your mind, making you feel anxious because your muscles aren't functioning uh, properly. And it can also negatively affect your sleep. So just stretch, okay? Stretch, please. That is um, number number two of the boring stuff that you need to just do. So drink your water and stretch, all right? Um, the, the third thing is um, pre-plan your food. I, I, if you are a hustler and you're listening to this, how many times do I post this in our Facebook group? Pre-log your food. If you are tracking macros and you're new to it, I say it over and over and over. Plan your food out the night before. And if you're like, well, I don't know what I'm eating tomorrow, figure it out. It's not an excuse. Like you can absolutely meal plan the night the night before for you know what you're going to eat the next day. You have to plan ahead, or you're going to end up failing. And I say this over and over: pre-log your food. Whether it gets done or not, I don't know. Uh, I know my successful clients; they're the ones that pre-log their food the night before, especially in the beginning, because if you're not sure what you're going to eat when you go out to lunch. Um, you, you know, you're going to be scrambling, trying to get things to fit. And, you know, side note, I'll be honest, in the beginning, you shouldn't be going out to eat. You have not mastered the skills to eyeball portions. You haven't logged enough to know how to track off of a menu. Um, this is just another one of those tasks that can seem really tedious and boring to pre-log your food, but you have to master this if you ever want to be a pro at macro tracking. And this is something that I've done for years and it's why I don't stress when I go out to eat or travel because I know the basics. I have mastered the monotonous when it comes to tracking my food. I can seriously look at a plate of food and I can give you a really good guess as to um, what it would add up to. Um, I like to play games where I can um, scoop out peanut butter uh, before even uh, weighing it and I can get down to like the gram that it will be a tablespoon or two tablespoons because I have done it that many times. Okay, so like I said, if you are new, you have to get really good at pre-planning and logging or you'll never be able to eat flexibly later. You have to build your knowledge of food first and get really, really good at it or you're going to be so frustrated why you're not making progress. And most likely it's because you've been guesstimating too many times and you've been guesstimating wrong and you're overshooting your calories by hundreds. 
That's why. Um, does it take time to log your food and get good at this? Yes. But does it take years to learn it? No. If you're new and you're consistent, it can only take you a couple weeks to like, it'll click for you. And it's not hard to do, but you have to get these basics down before you'll ever get long-term results. Or let's say you're really great at macro tracking, but maybe you're, you've gotten a little bit lenient as far as um, being more meticulous as far as tracking. So if that's you and you're seeing your results slip, you need to get back to paying attention, okay? So doing the basics and fundamentals is something that seriously all professionals still do. In whatever um, niche that they're in, they still do the basics every single day because it's a habit that is built from the very, very beginning. So let's let's talk about Michael Jordan. I love Michael Jordan. I'm a huge fan. Like if I ever um, had like one wish to like meet somebody, it, it would be him. I'd love to sit down and just like have a conversation with him. Um, he is the best in the world at what he did still. He, he didn't skip out on the drills, the chest passes, the running ladders, the boring stuff. He understood that without always practicing and doing the basics, he wouldn't be able to do the game-winning stuff that he did. He never, ever stopped doing the basics in his training. And it's no different when it comes to weight loss or building your career. You have to get really, really good at the basics before you'll ever truly achieve success, okay? So I talked about water, I talked about stretching, I talked about pre-logging your food, some other uh, monotonous basics that I do every single day and I teach this within my program and all the information is there but so many girls think that, oh, it's just macros, it's just workouts. Like, no, like I do monotonous stuff every single day when it comes to the mental side as well. I journal every single day. That journal goes with me on travel. Every morning, I journal. I read at least 10 pages out of a um, a book of either, you know, self-help or entrepreneur or, you know, whatever it is. I listen to a podcast every single day. I'm always continuing my learning. Um, at night, I meditate. So I do those things every single day. I've built those basics and I have seen them benefit my life. I just because, you know, like even so like turning back to um, health and fitness, like just because I have achieved success with um, my body, it doesn't mean that I have stopped doing the things that I needed to do to get there. Like you have to continue on with it. And so, and, and it's all the basics. I still do it. I drink a gallon of water. I stretch. I still track my macros. Um, and when I am wanting to, I, I achieve more goals within my body. Like I adjust and I pay more attention and everything like that. But it always comes down to the basics. I never stop doing them. So I just wanted to just shed light on that, that if you truly want to make changes, you need to realize that this is not something that you're just going to do for a little while. Like this is something that you need to realize that if you achieve success and you want to hang on to that success, you have to continue to do the things that you did to get there. Okay. So the last thing that I want to talk about, um, kind of shifting gears just a little bit, um, but it is to get out of the quitting before you finish mindset. Um, going back to the Karate Kid, if Daniel would have quit during his lessons, 
he would have never known what it was like, or he, he would have never known what he was going to accomplish if he would have quit. If you quit, you never win. So if he would have quit and chosen a new teacher, even then he would have had to start from uh, square one again, learning different basics. So one of my mentors, um, Andy Frisella, explains it like this. I loved this analogy. He said, when it comes to achieving goals, so many people set out to run a marathon. And by the time they get to mile 17, mile 18, they're like, wow, this is freaking hard. I'm never going to make it. So they turn around and go back and decide to start a different marathon on a different course. And when they get to mile 17, mile 18, they realize, oh, wow, okay, this is still really, really hard. I should have just stayed the course and kept going versus starting over on a different race. So what this means is, is that you need to find a program, you need to find a leader, you need to find a protocol that you trust and can stick with. Stop chasing shiny and new. Because there, there are thousands of great programs and leaders and teachers out there that are ready to help you get results, but you keep quitting at mile 17 and mile 18 when it gets hard because you think, oh, it shouldn't be like this. Like, why is this so hard to get where I want to go? It is supposed to be hard, but you're quitting before you ever get to the end result. So if you keep quitting and starting over with something else, you are literally starting over at square one and you are going to have to go through everything you already went through again, just with a different protocol. So when you're trying to piece together different plans that ask different things of you, you're also going to be confused and uncertain and you're just going to continuously be in the cycle of feeling stuck. So I'm just going to say this one more time. Find a coach that you jive with, that you know has your best intentions in mind, master the basics that they teach, and stay the freaking course. Because if they have been where you want to go, their method is going to get you there. It may not happen a month, but in a year of staying the course, hell yes, you will get there. But the problem is, is that most people aren't willing to stay loyal to a program or protocol. Okay, they don't, they don't realize that it's getting actual results and success is not a 12-week program or a 30-day challenge. It's not. Once you achieve those basics and you understand them, this is something that you need to do for the rest of your life. Okay, and, and, and you know, I know that my coaching style, it isn't for everyone, but every successful client I've had stayed the course and broke through that mile 17 and mile 18 with me. They let me help them break through that when they wanted to quit. And bam, on the other side, their results have manifested and it continues to manifest because they have learned not only to master the basics, but to push through when, they, when they're frustrated and it gets hard. Okay. And if you're interested in joining Girl Hustle Suite, I would love to be your Mr. Miyagi. And that link is in the description. But you know, if not, it's cool because there are tons of other teachers out there that may be a better fit for you. And I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, all I want for you is to be successful, find something that works for you, find something you can stick with and something that you're excited about. I, I truly encourage you to go find your Mr. Miyagi and be loyal.
You'll never get anywhere listening to several different leaders um, because everybody's methods are going to be slightly different. So go find someone that has your best interest in mind. Get comfortable and realize that you need to master the monotonous tasks that they should be teaching. Uh, just accept that you've got to do the boring shit every single day, okay? And if you're like, well, I don't want to do that stuff. I don't want to drink a gallon of water. I don't want to track my macros. I don't want to stretch. I don't want to go to the gym. You know what? That's fine. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But stop complaining about being stuck or frustrated if you're not even willing to drink water. Like seriously, that it that's probably one of the easiest basics Water's in supply. It's not an excuse. Not in my eyes. It's not an excuse. And it's, it's so beneficial. Okay, I'm not going to backtrack. Um, I just want you to know that any game plan you choose is going to have basics for you to do. So just stay the course. If you trust whoever you've opted into, stick with it. Ditch the marathon quitter mentality. Push past that men- that mental wall at that 17, 18 mile, and I promise you, you are going to go so far if you just dig your heels in and keep going. And that's all I got for you today. Um, please remember to subscribe and leave a review um, if you liked this episode. I'd, I'd love your feedback. Share it with a friend who needs to hear this. Just remember, everything you need to succeed is already inside you. Until next time, hustlers. Fun. I'm living great. Everything I do, I do in the first place. So I'm living good, I'm living great. Everything I do, I do in the first place. Yeah.